And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's totally terrific, totally transforming, totally triumphant Tuesday as we find unity from the Father through the Son and by the Holy Spirit, all for the glory of God Almighty. First, do not, but do. Okay, let me rephrase that. First, there are things that the Lord wants you and me not to do. And second, there are things the Lord does want us to do. There's no perfect order to this in general. However, in this case that we're going to review, the do not will precede the do and is often the case. This has much to do with faith or the lack thereof. The biggest difference is not which one comes first, but the results. So when we do not and do or do and do not, the results are that we get a clearer picture of Jesus for ourselves. Isn't that the goal? Once again, next, once again, for the upteenth time, we have a declaration that Jesus is God. We're going to review this text. Uh, when people get uncomfortable about acknowledging Jesus as God, your brain buzzer should be humming. It is without question the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The word name in Matthew 28, 19 is singular. So when it says baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, that's a singular text. And when Jesus was called God, by the way, he agreed. <gasps> wow. And finally, two steps forward, one step back. Bummer. Until we realize that this is still net one step, <laughs> which means there has been progress. And if this particular teaching we're going to cover, we're going to use insights from both Job and James, the brother of Jesus. The book of Proverbs makes this clear. Wisdom is supreme. So, so acquire wisdom. And whatever you may acquire, gain understanding. So we will look at a pathway to get wisdom. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Politics, entertainment, and current events. Personal revelations, spiritual observations. My life's insanities. Wow. Like, for example, I got to figure out how to make these introductions shorter. That's part of my life's insanities. Annoy me so much more. Hey, we're asking you. What do you think? You can email us during the show, david at he must increase.org. That's david at he must increase.org. You don't have to really spell out David in that long draw, though. David. You don't have to do that. Just D A V I D. Uh, you can also text us 214 210 you know, the other thing about the introductions, there's a lot more in there than people know. That's the thing that drives me crazy. It's like you go through and people are like, huh, huh? And it's like there is so much in there. Ah, 
It is true. It's true. All right, 214-210-8483. That's the number to text. You can also call us at 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, guess what? You will talk to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right because you are talking to kid a Dynamite. Let me tell you what it's like to talk to Dynamite D. Talking to Dynamite D is like actually knowing how to do the chicken wing dance. <laughs> I see people trying to do that. Da 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 That dance? Yep. You got to remind people. It's so funny. You got to remind people it's a chicken wing dance. Okay, not a chicken, you know, it's not the, the chicken drum, the wing, not the drumstick. <laughs> the wing. All right, never mind. Uh, it, it's funny to me. That's what counts. Here's the bottom line. Maybe you've got an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question. Terrific. You can call us up and share. You can text us and share. We love it. People love to hear it, love to hear testimonies, love to hear things the Lord is doing, love to hear praise reports. They love it. It blesses them. Praise is powerful, right? It is a powerful tool that God equips us with, which is why we're supposed to praise the Lord on a continual basis. Prayer is another powerful tool. Just think of Ephes- uh, 1 Thessalonians 5, 16, 17, and 18, where we're supposed to be, you know, pr- we're supposed to re- rejoice always, pray forevermore, and give thanks in all things. It's like these work together. And so if you've got something we need to pray about, let's pray. Let's ask God to help. Let's go there first, not last. That's a great idea. You just want to reach out to us, you can do that. If you want to share with us, we want to hear from you. We feel it's a blessing to connect with one another. We also do trivia question. Here you go. When Jesus entered Jerusalem amid the cheering crowds, on what was he riding? What did he ride when he came into town? Do not say a Harley. That will not get you anywhere. If you think you know... You can call 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. What was Jesus writing when he came into Jerusalem? Uh, Again, we would uh, remind you that this is not professional radio. This is... At best, two cans and a really long string is kind of how we feel about it. So you'd sometimes you just got to buckle up and go with us and try and figure it out. That's the best you can do. Uh, I do want to say something because I think there's some, some political activity taking place tonight. I just have the absolute greatest stat. If you guys will just listen to the statistic, it will just – your brain will just go, woo. Ready? We have the State of the Union, I guess, that's taking place or something along those lines. Listen to this stat. Ready? Ready? 65%. Now, just listen. 65% of the people polled believe that there is no union in the country. Now, just a second. Why that's amazing is not because of how high that is, because it is high. That's not why that's amazing. Why it's amazing is because 
6.5 out of 10 people think there's no unity, but we're going to give the unity of the state. <laughs> See, the statistic itself is self-indicting. Because more than half the people think but there is no unity. <laughs> so we're going to have a state of unity, state of the union, and there is no state of the union. And it's just like, and I've been saying this for years, so don't be, don't be, it's not, we're not picking on, we're not picking on uh, 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 Joe Biden. I wasn't picking on Donald Trump. I wasn't picking on Barack Obama. I wasn't picking on anybody. I've been saying this for 10 years. Uh, whatever the state of the union is that they say, taint true. <laughs> it's just not true. It's just like, oh, it's fantastic. What are you, what have you lost your mind? It's fantastic. Have you walked outside? Have you read bumper stickers? Yeah, it's not true. Don't tell me. State of the Union. You know what is was true? When they attacked us on September 11th, there was a pretty brief unity for about two weeks. And that, that, uh, that would be about it for about another 20 years prior. Don't, don't lie about it. No, we're united. <laughs> Different states want to excommunicate from the country or from other states. you got to be kidding. All right? All right. Somebody's ready to answer the trivia question. That's enough of my politics for today. Uh, let's send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hello, David. This is Stephen. Hi, Stephen. How are you? I'm all right. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. I'm doing, I'm doing as good as I can do. <laughs> that's, and that's good. That's a good thing. <laughs> All right, my brother, here we go. What was Jesus riding on? What did he uh, arrive in Jerusalem amid all the cheering crowds? What was he riding on? Wasn't this the same animal that, or the same type of animal that spoke to Balaam? That is absolutely correct. Tell us what kind it is. It's a donkey. It's a donkey. That's right. And see, what happened is, I got to say this. Everybody, when some, when a conquering king comes in, there's this majesty and this royalty and all the best horses and all the best chariots and whatever. And when Jesus came in as king, he came in on a donkey. That's humility. Because he was the and true. That's what, and that is what exactly how God spoke to Balaam through that donkey. That's exactly right. Representative of God coming on a donkey into Jerusalem. Exactly. Boy, that's good. You're great. I love it. Great, great job, brother. Excellent work. You have a blessed day. All right, you too. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right. Let me uh, let me go. I got. Uh, we did that. We did that. Uh, Eric's got a praise report. We're going to get to that in a second. So praise the Lord. We're pretty, getting pretty happy about that. I'm going to do this small teaching. We'll probably go for about two and a half or three minutes. Just relax, everybody. Take a deep breath. <laughs> okay. Because right. I do want to do this. Do not but do thing. This is pretty funny. Okay. And and you'll understand when I do it. John 20, 26 through 28. Eight days later, his disciples were inside again, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Verse 27, that he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands and put out your hand and place it on my side. Do not disbelieve, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. About 500 things in this. Ready? Number one, Jesus shows up, all the doors are locked. You guys read that part? All the doors are locked. You see that? All the doors are locked. What are the doors? Locked. How'd Jesus get in? Poof. 
There he was. <laughs> That's all he got in. All right? What's the first thing Jesus says when he's in there with all the doors locked? What's the first thing he says? Peace. Everybody chill. Take it down a notch. Everybody relax. Shalom. Peace with you. Turns to Thomas. Says, put your finger here. See my hands. So he touches and he sees it. Right? So he's got the feelings involved. He's got his sight involved. He's listening to what Jesus says. All the senses are, are kind of like rocking and rolling. Put out your hand. Place it on my side. Look what Jesus says. Do not disbelieve. Well, Jesus, that's a double negative. <laughs> you imagine somebody saying to Jesus, that's a double negative. <laughs> oh, my goodness. These people, just, the arrogance of humanity is just phenomenal. <laughs> It's just phenomenal. Do not disbelieve, but believe. Okay? So in this case, it's a do not first and then do. In other cases, it's do and then do. That doesn't matter. <laughs> That's not the point. The point is this. Don't be a disbeliever. Be a believer. Be a believer, not a disbeliever. And then Thomas responds, how? What does he say? My Lord and my God. If Jesus wasn't God, don't you think he would have said, no, 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 don't call me God. Wrong. My Lord and my God. That's correct, Thomas. You got it right. Get it? <laughs> Jesus never called himself God. Well, right there. Right there. It's like um, he's, uh, he's already doing rebuking and instructing. I think if he wants to make instruction he and, and give the insights to Thomas, he's right there doing it, already telling him he's got to be more of a believing kind of guy. And it's not as though Thomas didn't believe in Jesus, but this has to do with the resurrection. Again, we believe in Jesus, but what we fail in is the extreme power that Jesus works and walks in, that's what we don't believe. Wow. Maybe we should do a better job. Wow. Maybe it's not his fault. Maybe it's our fault. Wow. All right. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Since the dawn of the internet, people have been looking for a website they can be proud of without costing an arm or a leg. People want a quality website to promote their ministry, business, hobby, or passion. Introducing Cowpunch Sites. Cowpunch Sites can help you create and maintain a quality website. From design to security, Cowpunch does it all. Cowpunch is a family-owned and operated business, taking a fresh approach to business. Lots of clients at lower prices. Make mom happy. The most significant benefit of working with Cowpunch Sites is that you work with real people, not cheesy templates. No outsourcing. It's $57 a month, and there's no setup fee and no cancellation fees. When you go to cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's me. Oh, did I mention that it's $57 a month? Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull. Um, Dave, this is a nice radio station. Oops, sorry. That's Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull-oney. There, that's better. Cowpunchsites.com slash dad. What is the David Spoon experience? GOP congressmen's 
Gay Sun was going to come on their show and they were going to talk to him and CNN and MSNBC canceled the interview because he wouldn't criticize his father. He wouldn't downgrade his father because his father maintained his beliefs. His son becomes gay, makes a decision, by the way, to become gay. And the son will not criticize the father who does not change his Christian convictions, will not change them. Father won't change him. Son will not criticize the father for that. MSNBC and CNN both canceled their interviews because the guy would not crucify his father. That is, of all things, as low as the press can go. What is the David Spoon experience? Imagine yourself on a rocket ship racing at a thousand miles an hour into space. Once there, you can sense the power and the presence of the majestic and the divine. You forget about your troubles and your fears, and you just float in peace without a worry in the world. There are no struggles, no pain, no discomfort. It's soothing, calm, comfortable, But then the show starts and you realize that none of that stuff has anything to do with the show. What were you thinking? The David Spoon Experience, only for the brave of heart and the bored. If Jesus was like me. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Let me give you an updated praise report from Eric. Here is what Eric texted me. So I'll read it. Uh, I'm pretty sure I get to read this. So uh, Lisa had kidney problems from a huge kidney stone that caused her body to go into shock to give her flu-like symptoms, and we have a plan for her road to recovery, which will take several days, but looking great. Thank you for all your prayers and support. Thank you, Jehovah Rapha. There you go. And that's just so good. You think, well, what? what, what, what you don't understand. They thought they didn't know what was going on. And they thought she was, like, uh, exiting. It's like when you go from exiting to we have to deal with a huge kidney stone, that is a praise the Lord moment, right? And Eric and Lisa are precious. They're very, very uh, committed to the ministry, and they're very committed to the kingdom of God, and that's what you have to love about them. I love that they're committed to the kingdom of God. That's what makes them great. In fact, it's Eric's responsibility. Eric is fully responsible for everybody being able to text. Did you know that? He's the one that created the texting in the show. Wow. Good job, Eric. Yeah, I know. Good job. All right, here we go. Uh, you got the little horn thing? I gotta Wait, I got to take it off my... You want to turn it down so I don't lose my left ear? Okay, go ahead. Play the horn. <laughs> I'm so glad you turned that down. Otherwise, we'd be praying for another thing for healing. Uh, true or false, Jesus prayed in public, but it is never recorded that he prayed by himself in private. True or false? Jesus prayed in public, but it is never recorded that he prayed by himself in private. True or false? If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. That would be the 
number to call, 214-210-8483. That would be the number to text. And then David at he must increase dot org. That would be the email. Everybody is responding quickly, and that is a great job. And I'm very, 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 very blessed that they are. Very happy to hear that Lisa is doing better already. And they got to keep Lisa in your prayers, plus keep Rosalind in your prayers, plus keep Ace in your prayers, plus keep Gary in your prayers. You don't just stop there, right? You, you, you pray for all these people, and you keep praying until we get the things that we're asking the Lord for. That is what you do. All right, ready? All right. I got a joke. You ready for this joke? You feel like you're ready for it? Okay. Here we go. Here we go. A little girl named Marlo was struggling with her art assignment. While the rest of the children handed in beautiful drawings, Marlo turned in a blank piece of paper. Confused, the teacher said, Marlo, dear, the assignment was to submit a drawing of some sort. And all you have given me is a blank sheet of paper. Marlo answered, I did draw something. It's a picture of God. Again, confused, the teacher responded, but darling, God has no form that we understand. We don't know what God looks like. To which Marlo then responded, so then you're giving me an A, right? <laughs> Nip it in the bud. <laughs> Come on, that's pretty good. <laughs> Come on, that's a good one, right? <laughs> no, that's not going to do it. Okay, there we go. All right. All right, we're moving on. These sound effects <laughs> don't necessarily have to do with the uh, joke. The I joke. Just I know, them. I know. You can play those anytime. I like them anyway. Uh, that is <laughs> just, I thought you might like that one. <laughs> See, so I'm getting an A then, right? Uh, true or false, Jesus prayed in public, but it's never recorded that he prayed by himself in private. You guys better get that one. 972-445-0770 is the number to call. 214-210-8483 is the number to text. And then uh, davidhemusincrease.org is the email. Uh, you know, last week was really a blessing. Uh, Ginny called in, and she called in, and, and so normally Ginny will text, but she called in. It was a, It's always cool when somebody does that. It catches me by surprise, but it's cool. So I always want to encourage you guys, never hesitate. You can always text in. You can always call in, but never hesitate. We are on your side, okay? That's the easiest way to put it. All right, let's go into this text that we're in, and then we'll uh, exit out after that. Uh, this is a following up on uh, what we were talking about uh, with that whole thing we just did with Thomas. So let's just pick it right back up. John chapter 20, verse 27, 28. Then he said to Thomas, put your fingers here and see my hands and put out, put out your hand. Now place it at my side. Do not disbelieve, believe. And Thomas answered, my Lord and my God. So my Lord, the word Lord means, ready? It can mean master, teacher, rabbi, prince, or king. Now, those are the top five. That's not the only references. In fact, in the English language, I think it was uh, uh, the women used to call the men lord, and then the men used to call the women ladies. So lord and lady it was kind of like a reference style. But in this case, especially in this culture and at this time, the word lord meant master, 
teacher, rabbi, prince, or king. Okay? So when Jesus shows up and says, don't disbelieve, but believe, you know, I know I already did this text, but listen, because this is so important. When he shows up and he does that, okay, Thomas responds, my Lord and my God. So I want to give you all the definitions for God. Ready? God. Okay, wait. Let me let me stretch it out. God. <laughs> no, wait. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you all the other definitions. God. Oh, wait. Are there other definitions? God. In other words, <laughs> it's like people should stop doing that. So not only did Jesus not correct Thomas, here's the irony behind this. Ready? Jesus chided Thomas for not believing sooner. Now listen to that. That's what I want to sink in. Jesus is like, put your fingers here. See my hands. Put out your hand. Push it at my side. Don't disbelieve. Believe. What are you trying to say? That God was walking amongst us? Yes. How can Jesus bridge the gap if he is only man? But then again, how can Jesus bridge the gap if he is only God? He must be not partly man, because that doesn't answer to man, not partly God, because that doesn't answer to God. Well, how do you get 100% and 100% and put it into something? That's why God is bigger than you and I, see? We're like, well, my brain doesn't understand. It's got to be 50-50. No, it doesn't. In fact, ironically, in the East— the whole process of metamorphing is the process of taking two and making one without losing any part of the, the prior. It's like it's completely different in its definition. The Western mind knows so much, right? Nah, not that much. I mean, we know a lot. Don't get me wrong. I mean, we got cool cars. <laughs> so, so, yeah, we got a lot of, you know, but not everything. And so Jesus is mad at Thomas because he's like not believing sooner. It's like, dude, all the stuff I did with you. And here I am standing in front of you. You saw me crucified. Guess what? Death could not keep me down. Now, of all the things that I want you to think about, that is the most powerful statement there is. Death cannot, death could not, death will not stop Jesus. <laughs> you know, there's really, you don't have to really teach after that. <laughs> what am I going to say? Let's see, death cannot, will not, has not, will never, can ever, ever stop Jesus. Oh, and guess what? He's coming again. <laughs> Yay! For those of us who are believing. Yay! All right, folks, we'll take a break and come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Let's send him on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is Brother Don. Hi, Brother Don. How are you? Well, fine. I haven't been. I haven't been. Out, I've been out of town. Well, I'm glad to have you back in town. I'm sorry the weather's so hot. 
<laughs> uh, why? It's, it's, it's been a little hot lately. Yeah, it's been. <laughs> it's too hot for me. Yeah, it's a little hot. My when my dog looks outside, like, hey, you want to fetch the ball? And the dog looks at you and says, No, I'm not going outside. You go play. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> I know you can't even go out even in the late evening because at ten o'clock it was still 101. Yeah, here. It's, it's pretty weird. It's pretty weird. And it, when I grew up and spent a lot of time in Phoenix, and that's not how it was in Phoenix. In Phoenix, it was much hotter at the 1, 2, and 3 o'clock, and then you would get that more desert cool at the 7, 8, you know. Here, it's a lot different. So you, you learn, you learn, and you adapt, right? I mean, you yes. figure it out. All right, my brother, here we go. Who complimented Solomon? How happy your men must be. How happy your officials who continually stand before you and hear your wisdom. It was Queen Candace. What was Queen Queen of Sheba? Yes, that would be it! Queen Sheba! <laughs> yeah, that was the queen. I think I've also, I've also heard of Queen Candace, though, too. Candace is the queen that's in Acts, the book of Acts, when she's with the other king and Paul is talking to her. And the reason that I know that is I had a business partner whose daughter was named Candace. <laughs> That's how I knew it. <laughs> but yeah, Queen of Sheba, she was all like, man, she's the one that brought all the spices and was like, yeah, this is happening. They love you. That's what she yeah, said. I this thought song. it was kind of cool. You know, we did a study on here not too long ago. And, you know, you know how you go into a restaurant and everybody wears uh, uniforms? Uh-huh. That's the way, that was the way it was with. King Solomon, too. They did the same thing. Yeah, they they had their stuff together. That guy had plumbing. People think, oh, they, these people invented plumbing. That's wrong. Solomon had plumbing going. People don't even know that. It's like that guy was structural aqueduct um, uh, connoisseur. He knew exactly what to do. Well, um, the Lord gave him that, uh, gave him that privilege. Yeah. <laughs> Great job, right. my brother. The David Spin Experience. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas. It's amazing to think that we've gone through an hour already. It's just like so weird, right? Always. So weird. All right. Tougher one. This is in the Gospel of Luke. So kind of like in the beginning one, this is a little tougher. So sometimes they're harder, sometimes they're easier. Okay. To which ill woman did Jesus say on the Sabbath? Okay. You are set free from your infirmity. To which ill woman? Did Jesus say on the Sabbath? They got all mad at him because he did this wonderful thing. And if you know what the answer is to which woman, can you tell me how long she was in that condition? Two-parter. Why are you doing a two-parter, Dave? Because I'm going to tell another joke in the last segment. And that's like a (laughs) two-parter. That's why. If you can, you can reach out to us. Call 972-445-0770. You can also text 
214-210-8483, as well as you can send an email, David, at hemusincrease.org. I'm going to send you up to the website. Two things for you to remember. Don't forget your Feb buddy, your February buddy. So you listen to people call in and you pray for them, or you can even listen to them on fills, by the way. So if you hear a fill and you hear somebody's voice, you're like, oh, I'm going to pray for that person. Pray for that person. Pray this month of February. We've got uh, still like, what, today's the 7th. you got like 21 days left. You can still pray for them. Just lift them up before the Lord. You don't have to do it perfectly. It's just carrying their burden and learning to engage with one another. Brilliant idea that my wife had because uh, it was all, all from her, so we appreciate that. Number two, we are in serious need of uh, some funds, and we're not going to sit there and make a big deal about it. We need funds. We need your help. Let's help if you can help. If you can't, we get it. If you can, great. Fantastic. Please go to hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemosincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemosincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? He must increase.org. He must increase.org. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. What do you got on that one? Anything? As uh, you know, it's like uh <laughs> I'm just like blanking out. Just like, I don't know. That's like dropping a ball and having it come back up to you. I don't know. A slinky? I don't know. <laughs> something, a pogo stick? Bling. One of those three. Okay. That'd be something. Uh, back to the trivia question. To which ill woman did Jesus say on the Sabbath? Woman, you are set free from your infirmities. Uh, I want to thank Joy because she helped me get the address because I was trying to figure out where it was in the address. But check out Luke 13. That's going to be your answer. And by the way, Joanne and Cordelia, uh, Elle uh, got the pop on the other one. Uh, they got the pop on this one. So very nice, ladies. Uh, somebody is calling in to answer the trivia question, which is probably saving you guys from me doing the history, but not necessarily saving you from what I'm going to be teaching on. <laughs> I'm just pointing that out. Uh, okay, somebody is ready to answer the trivia question. Oh, yes, they are. Let's send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Well, hi, David. It's me again. Hi, me again. No, hi, Deborah. How you doing? <laughs> now, I feel like you're calling back. This is a redemptive call. Is that right? You're going to... Okay, just... I hope so. <laughs> I love it. That's so funny. That's Well, I hope so. I sure hope so. All right. <laughs> to which ill woman did Jesus say on the Sabbath, woman, you are set free from your infirmity? The the lady with the, the blood problem. Okay, now, now, let me help you, because this is going to be a challenge. Remember the one lady who had need of a chiropractor? Do you remember oh. that one? No. She was she was oh, no. She that's okay. She was looking for a quarter everywhere she walked. Which is my way of saying she was bent over. She was bent over. Remember the lady who was bent over? And so did you say did you say the blood issue or the bent over issue? The blood issue. I thought I heard you say the bent over issue. That's what oh. I remember. And you want to know how long she was bent over for? 12 years? No, a little more. When, when do you get to vote? 
I'm out, 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 out. Uh, 21. Oh, okay. Let me use a different one. <laughs> <laughs> when do they consider you an adult because you graduated from high school, but doesn't mean you're an adult because you're really not? <laughs> oh, 18. That is correct, Amanda! Okay. <laughs> so she was bent over for 18 years, and I've actually had a chiropractor ask me, well, is this like a chiropractic issue? I was like, if that woman was bent over for 18 years and it was a chiropractic issue, boy, oh boy, could somebody have cleaned up on that. Anyway, that's not no doubt. So she was down. Well, and then David, she was, um, did you answer the other question? <laughs> which was the other question? I don't even remember what I answered. Let's see. Uh, oh, uh, now you made me forget. <laughs> uh, the other question about. Oh, yeah, uh, if it was true or false about. Oh, yeah, you know what? I didn't answer it, that. Okay, so good. You can answer this. See, see, now without you, I would not have the solution. Jesus prayed oh, in public. That is correct, Amanda! Deborah has redeemed us from the from the Yay. pit. <laughs> That's right. It's false. Jesus played prayed plenty, and it's recorded specifically Matthew fourteen twenty three plus John plus Luke. Excellent job. Way to pull it back up from the from the depth and, and full redemption. Nice okay, job. Great, and y'all have a great afternoon. All okay. right. God bless. Bye bye. <laughs> What a great job she did. She just saved the show. She did. And that was a great line by you on the chiropractor in the yeah. Bible with cleanup. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> All right. We'll do uh, – I'm not going to do the extra joke. We'll do the history in the next segment. I just too – I'm having too much fun. Well, I'm allowed to have fun. It's like, no, you can't have fun. <laughs> Nobody can have fun. <laughs> Those people have got so much starch in them. It's unbelievable. Anyway – uh, I want to talk about uh, a couple of pathways to wisdom, two pathways to wisdom. So wisdom is – how important is wisdom? Uh, well, let's see. It's the principal thing according to Proverbs. Wisdom is the principal thing. At any cost, get wisdom. And so you think, wow. In fact, ironically, wisdom is uh, identified as calling out to people, and in the, the beginning of Proverbs it says that people ignore it. Here's the thing. I want to give you two simple steps, not even complex. They're right in the Scripture. You know them. They're not new, nothing new, but I want you to put them together as kind of a unit. You know, like the one-two punch? That's a combo. One-two or a combo meal. You get more than one thing, one-two-three kind of thing. Here's the first two big steps on the path to wisdom. Step number one, Job 28, 25 through 28. So I know we're going up ahead of time, but don't worry about that. When God fixed the weight of the wind and limited the water by measure, when he established a limit for the rain and a path for the lightning, he considered wisdom and evaluated. He established it and examined it. He said to mankind, Look, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. Okay? So now, from all these places that you come up with, with all this brilliant, and in, even in, in, in terms, human terms, knowledge is the acquiring of facts, and wisdom becomes the ability to use those facts correctly. That is partly true. It's just not fully true. It's not, it's not in its fullness true. And that's, of course, the difference between a word of wisdom and a word of knowledge. But in this text, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. It is yaira, yaira in the Hebrew, and it specifically means respect 
reverence. That's the biggest one, reverence. Piety, in awe, or honor. That is how wisdom starts. Let's just understand. So I want you to catch this. I'm going to be wise. You're going to be wise? Here it is. The fear of the Lord. That is wisdom. God said that. He's, look at verse 28. This is one of those big specific kind of like, because it's cool when you hear what other people say, and Scripture uses, the Holy Spirit uses the wisdom and integrates and so on. But listen, verse 28. He said to mankind, referring to God the Father, he said to mankind, look. The fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. Okay, well, that's wisdom? Okay, so Yaira, respect. Re- How do I fear the Lord? Respect. Reverence. Piety. Awe. Being in awe of God, that should be a no-brainer. That should be the one that's the easiest of all these. Honor. You respect respect your parents. How do you respect your parents? You honor them. How do you honor your parents? You respect them. Reverence. Woo-hoo-hoo. Lord, you're in charge. You large and in charge. Thought about that yesterday, right? It's fine. It's, it's fine. Just acknowledge it. So the first step in the path of wisdom is that. To fear the Lord, that is wisdom. Then there's another step that goes with it. You think, what? How could there be another step? It's pretty simple. Because in order to function in all that we think, say, and do with respect and honor to God, there's a starting point. Did you know that there's a starting point? So you're thinking, oh, man, the fear of the Lord, that's where wisdom comes in. Right. And then you couple that with James 1.5. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God. <laughs> now watch this. this is cool. Who gives generously to, to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you, which is really important that people miss that, that without finding fault part, because God, if he wanted to find fault with you, could. You are not fault-free. You are fault-full, and God could just list it. He can just pull out his... I don't think he has an iPad, but I just did say he would just pull it out and go... and just start listing all your things. You'd be like, ooh. Right? So asking God, right? This is this is always the the big thing, the big thing. And asking God, it's it's the right way to go about everything that we do. I really want to fear you, Lord. Start by going, okay, Lord, I need your help. That's part of it. And Lord, I understand that to fear you is wisdom. So teach me, mold me, guide me, direct me, help me. Don't force me. Lead me. Don't push me. Walk with me. And be willing to walk. God's not going to pick you to shreds. If God wanted to pick you to shreds, he would. You need wisdom? Okay. Ask for God to help you and recognize in that respect, in that honor, in that piety, in that awe, in that reverence, you are on the road. wisdom. How much wisdom is there? Well, since all wisdom is in Jesus, the answer is the more of Jesus, the wiser you are.
Well, that pretty much solves that, right? Yep. All right, we'll take a break and come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Hey there, it's Amazing Jennifer, and I am helping out the David Spoon Experience. As you may know, I basically run the KAAM radio station. And Dr. Dave is looking for a few good people to join and become representatives, ambassadors, and stewards of this here radio ministry. Now, you may be thinking, well, I'd love to get involved, but I'm not very qualified for ministerial positions. Well, the truth is that because you are a child of our Heavenly Father, that you trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you seek to live by the power of the Holy Spirit, you have all you need to be a part of this ministry. But Jennifer, don't I need to be perfect? <laughs> no. Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website and then click on the Ambassadors Initiative link. Just fill out the form and we will reach out to you. But sorry, no parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. You are on your own with that. What is the David Spoon Experience? Jesus Christ as the Lamb of God for you and I. God provided his own burnt offering, his own Lamb of sacrifice, because our presentations are not that hot. And this is where you get the understanding that the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. How many? All. And the wages of sin is death. That's the result. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And God showed his love for us while we were still sinners that Christ died for us. That's the love. He was the sacrificial lamb. And if you have never made that decision, I invite you right now to make that decision to acknowledge Jesus Christ as Lord. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And this is where you get John 3.16, which people will say is the gospel in a scripture, which is not far off. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. That gift is available for you. And if you have never exercised that acceptance of that gift, I encourage you to do so by saying this prayer. And don't go anywhere because I got another one for all of us. Heavenly Father, I surrender my life. Lord Jesus Christ, I give you my heart. Pour out your Holy Spirit, for I believe you rose from the dead, and I confess with my mouth you died for my sins, according to the Scriptures. You were buried, and three days later you rose again. You ascended to the Father and are coming back soon, and I thank you for this new life you've given me. I praise you and pray this in your name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are now a Christian. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMEN 770, the truth station here in Texas. We're very thankful for Deborah bailing us out of that scenario. <laughs> I forgot. 
forgot all about it. It's so funny. It's like you're just like, what? 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 I don't know. All right, you guys should get this one. True or false? Jesus had half sisters as well as half brothers. True or false? If you want to know a direct reference, Mark chapter 6. Mark chapter 6. Jesus had half sisters, to half sisters as well as half brothers. There you go. Uh, 972-445-0770. Also, you can text in 214-210-8483 as well. You can send an email, david at he must org. Do not think I forgot about history, because I did not. Uh, let's do history. Let's go All right, so I'm just going to ask uh, Dynamite D a quick question, see if you can answer this just real quickly. Uh, what color is the shirt I'm wearing? I would say that it looks like a burgundy or red. Okay, good enough. Today is National Wear Red Day. <laughs> <laughs> I bailed myself out. Of I didn't know, though. <laughs> I didn't know. I just put this on. Oh, come on. It's National Fettuccine Alfredo Day. I'll take it. I love Fettuccine Alfredo. Love it. That's the problem. Is not a lot of food I don't like. That's 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 the problem for Dave. Uh, it's bubblegum day. Uh, bubblegum, good. And it's wave all your fingers at your neighbor day, which is a nice way of saying don't wave one finger. I was thinking that specifically the longest finger. Don't do that. especially not while you're driving. Yeah. All right. And we do have some of these going to answer trivia. Let me finish up on the on the history, and then we'll bring them in. Uh, the movie Pinocchio was released on this day. I'm lying. No, no. See, that's the joke because it's no Pinocchio. You lie. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, 1964 on this day, the Beatles first come to the United States. I don't care if you didn't like them. I liked them. That's fine. Uh, 1988, America's Most Wanted, the crime show that asked citizens to call a crime hotline to help capture fugitives, debuted on Fox. It was 1988 on this day. Wow. 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 That's that a classic. That is amazing. And then uh, 1984, first human to fly free of a spacecraft. Captain Bruce McCandles from the space shuttle Challenger. I did not know that. That is another thing I did not know. There's so much I don't know. It's even more I forgot. All right, let's uh, send the person through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hey, this is your little brother. Hey, little brother. How are you? Good. Hey, what's the question? <laughs> it's so funny. True or false, Jesus had half-sisters as well as half-brothers. Uh, true. That is correct, I know. Mark chapter yes. 6, verse 3, is two sisters, plural. Uh-huh. <laughs> so there you go. What's happening with you, bro? I'm just saying that you're wearing a burgundy red shirt. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. It's a burgundy red shirt. <laughs> Either one of those will work. How you been? Good, good. Oh, well, just just pray for me. Uh, little some health concern, but otherwise, I'm I'm doing okay. All right. Well, anything? Yeah. Anything you want to get specific? I, I think need... I'm gonna get disconnected because of my. Phone, All right. Let me. So pray. I'll pray for you. Why don't you hang up and listen, me. and then I'll pray Thank for you. you. Okay, you got it. 
All right, Father, we just lift up our brother, Samson. We just ask you to bless him and everybody who's got a little bit of the blue going on, a little bit of the struggle going on. We pray right now for tenacity and steadfastness in the faith. There are many times where our feelings overwhelm us. It's not we're supposed to deny our feelings, Lord, but they don't prevail against the truth. And the truth is you love us, and we can be steadfast in that love. So bring peace for those people who are having a lot of waves and a lot of confusion, a lot of wind. Bring a steadfastness and Lord Jesus Christ be the anchor in our lives. The hope that we have in you is the anchor to our soul. Help us to hang on to that and recognize you keep us safe in the midst of all storms. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Okay. All right. Uh, did history, did that, did trivia. Okay, here's your last teach. Can't believe it. Hour and a half. Just blows by. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to sing this because if I do, it won't go well. <laughs> and I don't want to hear about how they ruined the movie because, yes, they ruined the movie, but that's not the point. You got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. Job 29.4. Job continued his discourse saying, If only I could be as in months gone by in the days when God watched over me, when his lamp shone above my head and I walked through darkness by his light. I would be as I was in the days of my youth when God's friendship rested on my tent. One of my single passions as a Christian is in a, I think, a righteous envy towards Abraham and every other person who was close to God to the point where they were in a friendship. Now, God is holy, and he is honorable, and he is a king to be held in reverence. He's also manifested to us as a father, a perfect parent. But listen to this. He's also manifested and revealed as a friend. Listen to the listen to this. In 2 Chronicles 27, 20, verse 7, it says that Abraham is the friend of God. Moses, number 12, Numbers chapter 12, verse 8, I talked to him as like a friend. Job, this passage I just read, the disciples, Jesus, 15, 15, where he says, I no longer call you servants, but friends. You and I have to understand that there are, there's a manifold Manifold wisdom of God means the many-sided wisdoms of God. There's many sides to it. There's also many pictures that God prevails to us in and shows us. And, of course, we're honoring God as the king. He is the king of the universe. And when he stands up and makes a declaration, it doesn't matter what anybody else says or thinks. It's irrelevant, which is why people's opinions about God mean nothing. Because when God makes the declaration, it is. And if people don't like it, tough. He is also manifested as a father who cares, who's very, very compassionate, looking for his own creation to come back. And here, as in other passages, he's also seen as a friend. Let me tell you one thing that's amazing about great friends. 
when you don't spend the right amount of time, but you do reconnect, it's as though they never departed, isn't it? It's the weirdest thing, isn't it? You talk to a friend you haven't talked to in a year. You talk to them, you catch up in about 15, 20 minutes, and it's just like it's always been. That's the closeness by which God connects us. He's our friend, and I've got a message for you. Oh, I'm not even using, by the way, the Proverbs passage where it talks about a, uh, there's you know a friend that sticks closer than a brother. I'm not even going down there. What I'm trying to talk about is God is your friend. He's going to spend eternity with you. You're going to be in worship. You're going to be in awe. You're going to be in reverence. You're going to be in appreciation. Now watch this. And you're going to be in friendship. Now I understand that other major religions don't believe that or see that. I don't care. They're wrong. Here's God's manifestation to us through his written word. That's why that famous hymn, What a Friend We Have in Jesus, is there. Because it's real. And sometimes you just got to go and talk to your best friend. One of the best things about a friend that, that I think everybody can acknowledge is sometimes you tell your friends things you would never tell anybody else, right? No, there's God. He's right there for you. He made the ear, and he's ready to listen, willing to listen, loves to listen, loves his kids, loves his friends. That's you. (laughs) That's cool. All right, folks, you've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, taking a 22-and-a-half-hour break. Then we'll come back. More Insanity with Spoonanity. Talk to you then. Views and opinions expressed in the preceding program are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.